What is up everybody? Welcome back to another Instagram live. I am currently here by myself, but I will be here in a few minutes with my best friend. So everybody tune in because we are having a really interesting live today. So currently I'm about to enter with a Ramesh. Hope you guys enjoyed today's live. Connecting for any permission to come in. Hey, hey how are you? I'm good. Well, it's good to see you again because we did a live actually a few weeks ago, but then it didn't work out because something happened. I'm not completely sure I could then let me share, share it or something. So we're doing it again, but it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's going outside. It's gonna yeah. smell like a. I heard it's a big snowstorm over there in New Jersey. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. For us, it never snows here, so it's normal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so honestly, we talked in late October, the last time I posted, um, alive. So I just wanted to say, how are you? Like, um, obviously, it's been two months, even more, about two months. Yeah, I'm good. A lot of stuff has happened with, like, everything, honestly. So, yeah. Yeah, well... Now that it's been a while, so many things have been happening. Well, there's a lot of basketball stuff, obviously. Honestly, there's a lot that's been going on in the world, like the election that happened a long time ago. And then the NBA draft, the season starting in like five days, which is crazy. So, yeah, I just want to talk to you about anything because we didn't talk about trades anymore yet. So I guess we could talk about like the recap of trades draft the actual season itself with what it's going to be like in the yes. preseason yeah in the preseason games have happened already so like so we've seen people who have been out for a while come back like john Wall, kevin Durant. it's pretty cool all right so you want to start with like the trade yeah trade that's a good idea so I think that the major trade was probably John Wall for Russell Westbrook. And the thing that's funny is it happened like a month ago. It didn't happen that recently. Like, I mean, it didn't happen um, that long ago. Yeah, because the offseason is really short. So everything was smart. And so literally players were getting traded a month ago. And now the yeah, like the championship with Lakers won in late October. And that was not even two months ago. And usually the off season is from June to like September, and then it's our preseason games. But I think that the best thing about it is they're not playing in the bubble; they're playing in actual stadiums. And some places are allowing fans. I, we wanted to go see Hornets versus Raptors in the preseason, but then they didn't. Charlotte's not doing anything for games, so that's kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know how how the how long the season will last because, like, it's cool that they're doing in stadiums, but a bubble is still way safer than a stadium. So, we'll see. yeah, you never you never know because it could be like, hey, there's another lockdown. But honestly, I feel like there are many people who are not following COVID protocol. But I think the players have learned their lessons because obviously a lot of them have tested positive before the bubble. In the bubble, zero people tested positive, like people who were actually in there. And then after the bubble, a lot of people tested positive. Yeah. So I think the bubble was a really good way of just saying like, hey, like safety. Yeah, but it's pretty cool because 
they're able to travel and they're no fans. So I feel like they're with their teammates. So they with they're with each other in the bubble. So it's more to, they they know each other. They can trust each other. They don't have anybody new except for the new players and the coaches. But you have to live mm-hmm. through that. So who do you think were like the the big in the offseason after all the stuff that happened? Well, there were so many big trades. There was John Wall for Russell Westbrook. And honestly, the thing about this season, which was really it, – it's a little bit different from last season. Because I feel like last season, a lot of really good players went to a lot of different good teams. Like Kyrie Irving and KD went to the Nets. Um, Anthony Davis went to the Lakers. You know, a lot of people. And then this year – it's like, hey, maybe there's like one or two like superstars that switched, but then there's so many like role players, like guys who do so good, but they're not superstars, but they're gonna do so good. Like now, the Lakers have like they've. I think the Lakers and all these other teams that have taken away their veterans. It's really smart because they're not good. They're not as good as they were before, and they put in guys who are either one young and have a, a big career ahead of them, and then two guys who. Yeah, they're veterans. They're going to be retiring very soon, but they are, they can still provide a good set of playing to win. Yeah, I agree. Best off-seasons are probably the late. And then the Bucks. honestly. Yeah, because there was Chris Paul, who left um, OKC to the Suns, and then there was John Wolf, Russell Westbrook, DeMarcus Cousins went to Houston. Um... Dennis Schroeder, Weston Matthews, Montrezl O'Hara went to the Lakers. It's kind of crazy to say. Serge Ibaka went to the Clippers. Marcus Will went back to his first ever team, like the Lakers. So, yeah. And then multiple people re-signed their contracts. Like Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell signed like five years, $200 million deal. Giannis just re-signed like yesterday or two days ago to stay. I didn't expect that, but he did so. Yeah, the Giannis, the Giannis trade was crazy. I didn't I mean, the Giannis signing, I did not Honestly, I didn't know any particular team that he was going to, but I didn't think that he would re-sign. Because he was yeah, like, was- yeah I'm, I was going all over like Instagram, and I was seeing that he was like saying like, on his social media, the Bucks were saying, ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski, who's like the reporter, and they were saying like, hey, Giannis is saying, I don't care about the contract. I care about the season. Like he says that like, his teammates want him to resign so bad, like they're giving him pens every day, and that he's like hundreds of pens in his locker. Yeah, I I'm glad that he did. It shows that he's loyal, which I. Oh yeah, of course. Even especially what with what they've done, they've done but... really well compared to before. They made the conference finals, and then in the second round. They lost this year, but honestly, I feel like now that there's so, I feel like they're mixing it up because before, team there are teams that have one guy, there are teams that have two guys, three guys, four guys that were really good. Now it's like so questionable. Like who's gonna do who? Who's gonna do what? Like there's like, like there's at least like one or two star players in like every team now. It's really exciting. Yeah, I would say like the the teams at the top. There's probably in the West probably four, and in the East there's probably two, maybe or three. Yeah, like in the West, the Lakers, the Clippers, um, the Nuggets. The Nuggets were really good. 
Um, maybe the Jazz, honestly, if they can be good again. And then, like, the yeah, because I don't remember. Did they get Mike Conley in the off season of 2019 or in the middle of the season? They got it in the off season. But I feel, but he was, I think he was like injured or something. But I, anyways, I feel like, like for the East, the East will be so much better now. The Sixers are like so, they're going to be so good this year. Like because they have Doc Rivers, who's a elite coach. They have Embiid, who's their star. They have Ben Simmons. They have Danny Green. They have Seth Curry, who's going to be an awesome bench player. They have um, Tobias, Tobias Harris. They have all these other rising stars like Matisse Thibault, and then, like, I can't name it anymore. <laughs> There's so many. And then the Thunder, and then Terrence Ferguson, who went from the Thunder to the Sixers, too. And then the Thunder have um, Al Horford, who will be better. But the thing is, I thought it would be really cool if they had Steven Adams and Al Horford, but then Steven Adams went to the Pelicans, which will also be a really good team this year. It's just so much. <laughs> I think the Nets and the Bucks have the the East. Like we already know the Bucks are good, and the Nets, like Kyrie and Katie, be so good. Yeah, I was the other day. It was either yesterday or two days ago. I was watching them versus I think it was the Wizards. Westbrook and Bradley Beal were all out resting, obviously. But then Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving played so it was like it was like brotherhood like because they were like passing like doing fancy passes to each other. Kevin Durant and slammed it. It was like really cool, and it's it's like it's really cool because there's so many, like it's so exciting to see Kevin Durant back. It's so exciting to see John Wall back. It is bad that Clay Thompson is out another year, but you know next year, and then Steph Curry will be back from his long injury. So yeah, yeah. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wizards, could actually, they could be pretty good this year. Yeah. I feel like the fact that John Wall was out for so long, I feel like it meant that they're not going to be good, right? Because Bradley, they, the funny thing is that they were the ninth seed. They almost got to the playoffs with no John Wall. Like, Bradley Bull was their star player and everyone else was useless. Now, they have Russell Westbrook, who's really excited about playing. He's not bummed about it. He's super excited to play for them. Then you have Bradley Buell who's excited. And then you have all, the, all these guys who are actually now dedicated to playing well because they're like, oh, we have a chance now. They can do this, you know? Yeah, I mean, they the, they could be really good this year. It's just how well does Westbrook play? How well do Westbrook and Buell play together? But if that works, they could be pretty good. Like, they could be a threat to one of the top teams for an upset. Yeah, and then I think... That's a big discussion about trade. But then there's also, there's so much. And I feel like the teams that were not as good last year, and it's this, sorry, the thing is, the Suns were doing good, not good, through the season before COVID. In the bubble, they didn't lose a single game, no matter if it was just a season game or playoffs, or you know what I mean, like um, season games in the preseason or whatever they want to call it. And now they have that lineup plus Chris Paul instead of Ricky Rubio. And Ricky Rubio was injured for part of the bubble. And they still managed to win so much without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's enough for Trace. That was a big concept. Yeah, but there's so many. 
Um, yeah. I think the NBA draft, the thing is, when the draft first happens, you only know two people or three people because you're like, oh, okay, so everyone's talking about these guys. They're so good. Five years from now, we're going to be like, oh, we know this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, all 60 people in the draft. Because I feel like it doesn't matter if you get drafted first or if you get drafted 60th. You can still be really good in the NBA. Like, Donovan Mitchell, right? He got drafted, like, what, 48th overall or something like that? He's, like, the star player of the of Utah. Like, it's kind of crazy to see that. Yeah, like, all these, all these, all, like, Devin Booker, who's the top, Donovan Mitchell, um, like, Bam Adebayo, they all went, like, in the t- 10s and 20s of the first round. And now they're literally signing extremely extensions and star players of the So, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, it's like- and I was saying super max extension. It's kind of funny. And then I don't even know that many players, like their draft picks. And like Seth Curry, Seth Curry was drafted eighth. Blake Griffin was drafted first. Seth Curry can be better is better than Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin is so good. But like Seth Curry wasn't drafted in, in the top five. He was drafted like top like from seven to ten, and he's. Arguably one of the best shooters in the game of all time. Yeah, he is the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, so the draft, it was Anthony Edwards got drafted by Minnesota, James Wiseman, Golden State, Lamelo, Charlotte. And we didn't talk about Charlotte. Honestly, I'm not a Hornets fan. When I lived work in New Jersey, I wasn't a Knicks or Knicks, But honestly, I wanted to support the team. Like, for my, I guess like you could call my hometown team. Like, I'm a Raptors fan, of course. But I think now I, I'm showing a little bit of support for the Hornets. Like, now I want them. But then when they play the Raptors, they're going to the Raptors still. But then Hornets, Hornets have a good chance. They don't have a star player, but they have a really good Like, they have Lamelo now. They have Terry Rozier, who's going to be better. They have Gordon Hayward, who can be a good threat to them. They have Bismarck Biombo. They have... Honestly, when, when I'm saying this, everyone's probably like, oh, are you crazy? But I feel like people who aren't doing so good, they have breakout seasons. It's like Michael Jordan. Honestly, yeah, Michael Jordan's arguably the greatest. He's done so much. He won three rings and then retired. And then when he came back, they didn't do good in the playoffs. They lost to the Magic in six against Horace Grant, who betrayed me, in Michael's words. And then... The next year, they were so upset, and they just came back. The whole team just came back and did good. And then the funny thing is that without Michael Jordan, they made it to the second round, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, Gordon Hayward, like a few... He got injured, his hand. It's been like for a week, but he's... Oh, yeah, the hand injury? Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Yeah. He got, like... I don't know, was it hand or finger? No, finger would, would be up for more than that. It was probably, no, but a week. The season starts in what? Today's the, what, 16th? So he'll be there by 22nd. He's not playing opening night. Yeah, so he can be back for the first game. But honestly, it's a whole season. It, it's I think it's 72 games this season, not 82. Sam, you know, it, it's controversial. Yeah, the season starts in the like six days. Mm-hmm. And then, 
So that's the draft preseason. Well, we technically talked about O on the already. It's kind of exciting because now when you see it today, Lakers are playing the Suns. I'm like, oh, right, this is going to be a good matchup. Like two years ago, you'd be like, oh, Lakers crushed them by 20. Done. Like, now a good Suns team is a good Lakers team. Like, you don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah, I think the Suns are definitely making the play. Like, final. For sure. And then there are teams that are still not that good. Knicks. Knicks, I think they just have to step up because they don't really. They have a good lineup with a lot of role players. They don't have a star player, but they have a lot of role players. And then the um, what team was I thinking about? Only I was thinking like one team. I completely forgot. Not the Hawks. It was I forgot what the team was. Um, but this team, it was they were bad, and they still don't have a star player, so they might not do as good, but. Um, but yeah, and it's fact, oh, every single season, it's really cool to see who's going to go where, no matter if the team's going to be good or bad. Because I can't imagine, like, for example, Chris Paul being in the Suns jersey. Kind of weird. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, one of the major things in, like, the past few days, definitely been, or the biggest thing, is the Harden and Harden situation in Houston. We don't oh, know what's yeah, yeah. I've been looking all like I have suggested posts on Instagram, and I see a lot of basketball stuff because I follow lots of athletes. And then I see, like, yeah, James Harden does not want to be in Houston anymore. He wants to be traded. Like honestly, I think that's wrong in this part. I think it's wrong in this part because yeah, Houston has not been the best team. They keep losing every year in the second round, either to like, to the best team in the West. Lost to the Lakers, lost to the Warriors the other times. But I think Harden, I thought, in the offseason, I thought Harden would be like, oh, this is our chance. Instead of him being like, I'm done. I want. I don't want to be here anymore. Because you have John Wall, who's going to be pretty good now. He's on his back. DeMarcus Cousins, who's now back. James Harden. Then you have Eric Gordon, who's a good three-point shooter. Is Peter Tucker still on the Rockets? Yeah, I think he's still on the Rockets. And I remember just seeing them play against all these teams, and they're doing really good. So, and despite the fact that they lost to the Lakers in five, that shouldn't discourage them. And even Harden's history from the years, I don't think you should be discouraged about it. Because he lost, they're all against Golden State, were very close series. And it's bad luck sometimes. Like in twenty, I think it was twenty eighteen, like twenty seven missed threes in a row. It's kind of a meme, but like, yeah, you have a bad day sometimes. I think, I think like he because he Rock made James Harden like the guy, and so James Harden had a say in every trade, every signing, every coach hire, everything. And he basically was the one who made all the roster or had the final say in all the roster. So he got Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, uh, Russell Westbrook. He got all these players and like he didn't make it work with them. So I think there's a lot of blood on him, honestly. I, I can imagine, like, I'm, I'm always not going to make it to the NBA. <laughs> I don't play basketball, but I can imagine if I was in, like, for example, John Wall, I would. It would be weird because I, don't, I feel like John James Harden is not a friendly kind of guy. But, but 
to his teammates. Like, it doesn't seem like he's friendly to them. Because you have, like, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving now. They are best friends. They know each other so well. They're like brothers, almost. And I feel like that their relationship can impact the whole thing. James Harden has no relationship with anybody else. Like, he has the relationship with... I have no clue who. Like, I feel like if John Wall had some kind of... Not... It doesn't even have to be personal. It can just be on the basketball. It can be off the court. It can be on the court. I feel like that he has to get into... I, I think he has to get into people can feel respected by him. Like, feel respected. And, and maybe they are respected, but maybe James Harden likes them. But then you have them that... And they don't feel it. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know much about it, but that's what I think. I, th- I think, like, even Russell last season when they were playing, they were mostly playing really well before the whole COVID situation. I think even he got fed up with why he ended requested a trip. That's why the Rock too. Because he didn't want to play with and it, he just felt working. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's a good, that, that was a good basketball conversation. But now yeah. it's, now Christmas is coming soon. It's in like a week and a half almost. So, It's gonna be big. That was my fault. I had a little battery, so I had to close it. But um, yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be the holidays now. I've, I don't know. People are saying twenty twenty was a bad year. And it, was. it makes sense. There's COVID. There's racial injustice. There's problems with a lot of things. I don't agree with that. People are saying twenty twenty sucks. I don't think that because. There are many challenges that you face, and even when there was no COVID, no anything bad, there were many people in the world that are having personal problems. Whether it's the disease they have, something going on with their family, friends, and you always have something that's not the best. Like you may have a bad relationship with your friend, maybe it's something that you didn't like, maybe he is something that you didn't like. But I feel like. It was a good year because I think the world learned that you're all t- that the whole world's united, that you're together. Like through the pandemic, like everybody wants to be done, but I feel like everyone's being patient and trusting the process. Some people, not all. And then the Black Matters movement. I was gonna donate, but I didn't get first look. Anyways, but. I feel like people learn to be united that it doesn't matter what, who you are, like, you should be, you should know that everybody cares. Like, I feel like everybody in the world should be respected, unless they're a bad person, but, like, I feel like when you see somebody that's in need, like, for example, a homeless person, somebody that has a need of something that doesn't look the same life, like, I feel like me and you and yeah, millions of other people in the world are blessed to have this life because there are millions of people that do not have the life that we have. They cannot live in a house. They cannot go to a good school. They can't pay, They can't afford money for all these activities. Like, and I feel like people who have it need to take it in and 
instead, like not instead. I'm not saying people do this, but maybe, maybe instead of like saying, "Oh, I go to the best school and blah blah blah," like oh, like you should be like, I don't think you need to act a different way, but like you need to just you need to take in mind what it is. You need to respect everybody. Like you should. To see a homeless person on the street, yeah, you should donate because it, you can make them have a good life. Like I've been watching, not not a lot, a little bit, but some YouTubers that are doing more good stuff. Like before, I watched these guys who just did pranks and stuff like that, and it was dumb. And I'm not watching these people anymore. And actually, I did look at them a couple of days ago, and now instead of doing these the, these dumb pranks, they're they're giving back to the world, like. One of the guys that I used to watch, he gave a man a car because he was homeless. He had no no money. He bought him clothes, blankets, and a car. And I think that means a lot. And then, obviously, the biggest YouTuber was trending right now, Mr. Beast. I I think he's a good human being because I don't, even though he does things that aren't too smart, like stupid, like memes, pranks, or whatever, he he gives back to the world. That's why I like him a lot. That's why he's one of my favorite people to watch because. He give he he allows his friends to live well. He allows people in need to live well. He gives money to random people that he doesn't know. And even though it's not the best thing, so yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff is going. On. I think twenty twenty was a pretty bad. I think it's a pretty bad year in my. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, you can tell. But I feel like everyone should just think positive. I'm not saying you're being negative. If you're not being negative, you're saying your point. But then I think people need to just be positive. It's like, hey, like for example, I had a tennis tournament last weekend. I lost in the second round to somebody I didn't. I shouldn't have lost to. And even though it's not the best match, even though like it's not good, like maybe someone's upset about about it, you should still be positive. Be like, okay, next time I'm gonna work harder. I feel more people are doing more smart stuff now, and especially now that there's more online work, because now there's online school going on. We're using electronics a lot. There's online after school activities like Zoom meetings, Google Meet. So I think people are are learning now, like what to do better. Like I remember when quarantine first hit, I was spending a lot of time playing with Shreem and brother. But we were playing a lot. We were playing like four or five hours a day after school, and it was like it wasn't good. And we didn't spend any time outside. And then. Like we learned that hey, it's good. Like I went through a pretty good body transformation in quarantine because I was working out. It's kind of weird, but I was working out. I was doing my thing. I was learning something, and then I saw you guys were spending a lot of time outside playing whatever tennis, soccer, basketball. 
Like, I feel like now people are learning what to do with their lives. They're spending more time outdoors. They're get, doing more fitness to get fit. They're eating healthier because now it's not the safest thing to get food. So, yeah. Yeah, I think COVID had a lot of negative things, but yeah, you can definitely be positive. It did a lot of good for me too and helped me in a lot of ways too. So, I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm just hoping that next year, I really, really hope. Everybody will be better. Yeah, there were so many bad things that happened this year, but I think everyone just needs to keep positive. Yeah, exactly. Just look into the positive future, I guess, because now it's going to be 2021. You know, in one year, we could not be saying 2021 was bad. You could be saying 2021 was a big improvement. Mm-hmm. Because now so many good, like, we started doing so many things in 2020 that were helping the world. Imagine if we did it for a whole year now instead of like, what, six, five, six, seven, eight months. Like, you could be helping the world and at the same time, maybe they could find a vaccine, people can get healed and we can become a normal world again. You never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope that next and just keep thinking positive about how the NBA goes. All season turns out. It's, uh, yeah, and it's, now, yeah, no, but there's many negative. There are so many negative things, and then you can get you get you can, and even like watching TV. I don't know, going on Instagram, going on YouTube. It's a good thing to relax your mind. Like for me, every evening, not right before I go to bed, but you know, in the evening, I watch a video. Maybe with a smile on my face, I watch a show. Like, I started watching these random shows that I never watched before. It's like, I don't know, singing shows, like talk shows, because it just takes my mind away from what's going on and makes me feel happy and positive. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I feel like this was a bad, yeah, a bad year in terms of health, relationship. But it was a good year in terms of relationship throughout the whole world. Like justice um, and like it's fairness and equality. Yeah, it changed. Mm-hmm. Change. Everyone's getting respected in the world right now. All right. So. All right. It was fun talking to you. Come here. Yeah. That was a good conversation. Yeah. We'll see what happens and like hopefully do it again. Yeah, we can definitely do that again. That was fun. Thanks for ha- coming on. All right. All right. Have a good night. See you. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this Instagram live. I hope everybody just learned a lot about it. Um, honestly, this was a, a touching and a little bit emotional talking about it. Because you don't really know, you know, like the whole world's been with COVID-19 for so long. And you never know what's going to happen with the world, with life. And I feel like everybody needs to stay positive, be together in this. Like I talked with Ignorish. So yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to follow me. I will be doing so many more Instagram lives just like this. And if you are somebody who 
you know, would want to be live with me to talk about something serious in your life or just anything, please make sure to DM to me. I do not have many requests. I will always get back to you unless you're a negative person. Please do not do that. But anyways, guys, this will be posted to my IGTV. You guys can watch this at home. So thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys in our next Instagram live and in my next post. One more thing to add. I just posted a big announcement on my Instagram a few hours before I'm posting this Instagram live on my IGTV. There's a brand new announcement where I am going to be doing shoutouts. So you guys are probably a little bit confused. Daniel, why are you doing shoutouts on Instagram? Why are you not on YouTube? I had a YouTube channel. I did shoutouts on YouTube every video. Instagram, I just did it because my family is getting much bigger. We're almost 5,000 followers. We're getting pretty close. And honestly, I feel like it would make people happy. This world is in need. And I feel like if people, people are learning more about me as a person from following me. More than 4,000 people have learned about me as a person, what I like to do. And I feel like that if I was to do a shout out and show people another person that maybe I don't know and I could look at them myself, they people can just learn more about others especially during this time, even if it's online, you can still learn more about other people. So guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys took this in. Hope you guys took these words of wisdom that I talked about with Akimers and I just talked about myself. I'll see you guys next time. I love you guys so much. Peace.